Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 93 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we continue our study of the Come Follow Me materials, looking at March the 29th to to April the 4th, covering Easter. I am he who liveth, I am he who is slain. Uh, And today we're going to go into the first section of the Come Follow Me materials, covering the... um, the sections which discusses how Jesus Christ lives. Now, before I go into those verses, there is something which I forgot to mention uh, in our little discussion with the background of Easter and some key things that I learned from other podcasts as I studied for this podcast. Um, And I liked how Easter, when you actually look at the word, um, has East um, at the start of it. And you kind of, if you think about looking toward the East, in the morning, that's where the sun, you see the sunrise, the, a new beginning. Um, and that's obviously a really reminiscent of the message of Easter, how it is a new beginning, new life. Um, and I just, I, like, I really like that, how that was pointed out to me. It, it is something I have obviously not really noticed, uh, but it is quite obvious how Easter is literally Easter. Uh, and so... I thought that was interesting as well. But uh, let's have a look at some of the sections that stood out to me as, as I prepared uh, for this particular study today. As we know, uh, this dispensation began with the prophet Joseph Smith witnessing the living Christ, um, which is quite, um, well, it's, it's important, I think. And I think that it's um, telling about how important knowing the Saviour and his atonement uh, and his you know, his sacrifice of Easter is as well, because it's what begins this whole process. Um, notice that the first words spoken in, in the first dispensation are by the Father, uh, but they are introducing his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, and after that, after that point, it is the Saviour who speaks to the prophets and directs him and guides him on matters, on some matters that we know of, such as which church, or basically not to church, the join, uh, not to join the churches, um, that are there at that time, that um, there'll be a, a coming forth of the last dispensation or a coming forth of his church again to the earth. Um, and it's so that's an important message. And so looking at the life of the prophet Joseph and his witness or testimony of the Saviour, I think is important. And this is what we find uh, in Doctrine and Covenants section 76 and section 110. Uh, in Doctrine and Covenants, uh, section 76 uh, it says in verse 12 by the power of us of the spirit our eyes were opened and our understandings were enlightened so as to see and understand the things of god um, even those things which were from the beginning before the world was which were ordained of the father through his only begotten son of whom we bear record and the record of which we bear is the fullness of the gospel of jesus christ who is the son whom we saw and with whom we conversed in the heavenly vision <clears throat> So the prophet Joseph didn't just see um, the saviour in that grove of trees. We know that he saw the saviour a number of other times as well, including in this vision uh, where they have a a glimpse of the the life after this. Um, And then there's this really powerful section, verses 22 to 24, where it says this, And now, after the many testimonies which have been given of him, This is the testimony, last of all, which we give of him, that he lives. For we saw him, even on the right hand of God, 
and we heard the voice bearing record that he is the only begotten of the Father, that by him and through him and of him or the worlds are and were created, and the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters of God. Close. Um, and at the close of that, it's important <coughs> to notice just what the Saviour has done for us. Um, we will read throughout this week, you know, the sacrifice that Christ made for us. We'll read of his suffering for us uh, and we'll study about how, you know, it is through his atonement and the atonement which includes the suffering in the garden, the crucifixion and the resurrection. Um, it's through that that we are physically and spiritually saved. Um, it, and I, it's just a wonderful blessing to, to, to reflect on um, and we should reflect upon it often. Um, but this is a powerful testimony um, that Christ does indeed live. This is not a, uh, a historic person that was a, a good person. Um, or Well, he obviously was a good person, not just a good person. Uh, this was the Son of God, and he did live again. And you just think of the witnesses that saw this. Uh, and it's just a wonderful experience to know about. In a Doctrine and Covenants, section 110, verses 1 to 10, uh, the prophet Joseph Smith, along this time with Abel Cowdery, last time he saw him with Sidney Rigdon. And it's interesting, once again, that in the first instance where Joseph Smith saw the Saviour, uh, he did so alone in the, in the grove of trees. Uh, but the following times afterwards, where further things were revealed, uh, it was with usually a, another person, another witness, with two witnesses. And I think that that is, again, you know, something that's quite interesting to consider why that was. Uh, but in Doctrine and Covenants section 110, whilst up to this point we have had Joseph um, explain how he has seen the Saviour, how he knew it was the Saviour by your name, by, by the Father introducing him, um, by, by sight, um, in section uh, 76. In section 110, we actually get a, a description as well. Uh, it says in verse 2, we saw the Lord standing upon the breastwork of the pulpit before us, and under his feet was a paved work, pure gold in colour like amber. His eyes were as a flame of fire. The hair of his head was white like the pure snow. His countenance shone above the brightness of the sun. And his voice was as the sound of the rushing of great waters, even the voice of Jehovah, saying, I am the first and the last. I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain. I am your advocate with the Father. Um, that, of course, is the, the tagline or the, uh, the heading of this section. I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain. Um, and again, you know, it's um, a beautiful... Um, a phrase really <clears throat> that he lives and yet he was slain uh, and he was slain for, for us um, in Doctrine and Covenants section 45 verse 51 and 52 it says and then shall the Jews look upon me and say what are these wounds in thine hands and in thine feet in, in thy feet then shall they know that I am the Lord for I will say unto them these are the wounds are the wounds with which I was wounded in the house of my friends I am he who was lifted up I am Jesus that was crucified. I am the Son of God. I mean, you know, again, such imagery and such symbolism in what is being said there. Um, you know, the, the number of uses of the word I am is an important one as well. We already know that I am in Hebrew um, means Jehovah, um, the great I am. And 
just the power that is in these words um, is, is incredible. Um, and we need to understand, you know, how the Saviour has indeed and does indeed bless all of our lives on a daily basis. It's not just, a, you know, when your time on earth finishes, that's it, it's complete uh, and you don't. And that's when the blessings come. They come today. Um, just for example, um, because obviously these are powerful words and a witness of the Saviour himself. Joseph Smith, in his words, also talked about you know, the Saviour's uh, mission and attributes. Um, and just to share one of them, Doctrine and Covenants 29 verse 5 says this, Lift up your hearts and be glad, for I am in your midst, and I am your advocate with the Father, and it is his good will to give you the kingdom. Now, obviously, we were just studying uh, verse twenty, uh, chapter 29, and I think I might have shared this quote, but I love it, and I think it really applies here. John M. Madsen uh, said this, quote, all who know and understand the glorious work of redemption wrought by the Lord Jesus Christ and all who know of his majesty and power and promises understand why they are to be of good cheer. They who have come to know him do not fear. They look unto him in every thought. They doubt not and they fear not. They know that he, the Lord Jesus Christ, is with them and that he will stand by them. Close quote. The Saviour will stand with us. It is his great mission to bring us to our Father in heaven. And as we reach out to him and as we try to live our days that much better every day and repent of what we do wrong um, when, the, when those moments come on a daily basis, uh, he will embrace us with his arms of mercy. He will atone for our sins. He has atoned for our sins and he will advocate for us to a loving father who also wants us uh, to be able to be forgiven and sanctified as well. This is a wonderful time of the year uh, to think of Easter. And as we go through the remainder of this week, uh, please look out for things that you that build on your testimony of the Saviour uh, and you will be greatly blessed. Thank you very much for listening to this. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow on the usual player platforms uh, and, and join the discussion. And until we meet again.